Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Spokesperson for the American College of Emergency Physicians. She's Dr. Lee and the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Hi, uh, welcome to the show, uh, Health from the Outside In. I like to say vanity's dirty little secret where feeling good starts with looking good and very appropriate. My next guest, Dr. Sherry Campbell, is a veteran licensed psychologist with two decades of training, and she has a book called Loving Yourself, Mastery of Being Your Own Person, and she's going to give us some tips. It's kind of hard uh, when you get diagnosed with cancer, you know, the illness kind of takes everything. And the fact that as women, we identify with our breasts so much, uh, beauty and feeling beautiful with the diagnosis of breast cancer is sometimes hard. So welcome, Dr. Campbell. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So uh, talk a little bit about, um, you know, the issue that you might see sometimes with somebody coming to you, uh, especially uh, with breast cancer, which I I say, you know, as humans, we are just, you know, (laughs) we are, there's a lot of other animals that have mammary glands in the mammal uh, category, but as humans, uh, we seem, they seem to define us more. We objectify them, sexualize them, identify, and it, it is this cruel twist with breast cancer when something that is nurturing, I mean, I think we identify because that's what we're sustained with as we're babies and then becomes kind of deadly. So it's, it's quite a dichotomy. Yeah, it really is. You know, I have, um, two patients actually that have breast cancer and, um, it's, you know, I think for most women, they actually find more concern for losing their hair. Um, (laughs) they tend to accept initially that, you know, they've got breast cancer and depending on if they choose a mastectomy or, or not, I mean, they they initially get the most worried about losing their hair. And so for them, I actually have pink in my hair, and I will wear this pink in my hair until, you know, they are recovered. So um, it's a way to celebrate them. But the hardest thing, I think, is to stay positive. You know, I know throughout the diagnosis, the breasts become more important, and um, staying positive is hard. It's not something that you're going to be able to maintain consistently, but you know, if you're feeling good on the inside, you often can support yourself on the outside with a level of acceptance that everything in your body is somewhat changing. And there is a sense of a loss of femininity, too, that um, that, that goes on when you feel like you're going to lose your breast things that are so, you know, now, I mean, you, you can buy perfect ones. You know, I mean, they have become uh, even more uh, important in our society as, as plastic surgery has increased. And yet there's the gift that um, they can have them made again. They may not be the same, but, you know, in, in, in the time when there was no plastic surgery to really help, you know, you were breastless. And so now that doesn't happen anymore. And, and I have one uh, patient who's looking at tattooing a nipple on. So there's really a lot more options right now to help help women to feel that they're still feminine and, and beautiful. And I think it's really about staying positive and, and, and doing what you can to stay in faith and, and um, you know, keep yourself moving forward every day. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's good. So that's one of your first tips. You talk about staying positive and are there um, things that, um, 
tools that you can give your patients? I mean, it's hard to stay positive if you are going through treatment and you don't feel oh, well. Yeah. I mean, you know, you get the flu and you feel mm-hmm. sick, <laughs> really sick, and it's hard to have a positive outlook. And then, you know, if you have children, you're looking at you, thinking about yeah. your family. How, yeah. how do you tell people to stay positive? <clears throat> well, both of say. the women that I've been uh, involved with have made sure that they, they've gotten to the gym. <laughs> and um, each one of them, one of them had to take the white blood cells shots and one of them didn't because she, you know, everybody's immune system is a little bit differently and everybody's breast cancer is a little bit different, but each of them stayed pretty active. And another thing that I noticed, have noticed with both of them is, um, seems like real quickly when you get cancer, you figure out which people are really real in your life and which ones aren't. And so sometimes you're not just losing, you know, your health, but you start to realize who's really good for you or not. So you start to really cleanse your life. And I think it, a lot of them kind of get spiritual. They, they they exercise. They start to get spiritual. They start to believe in something different. They start to look at things like faith, everything that they can do to help them cope. Because on those days when they can't stay positive or they don't feel good enough to go to the gym, you know, you're going to have those days. And that is part of accepting going through it. But you, you do have choice. And, and what I love empowering my women to do is to take that choice whenever they can muster it and just continue to look forward because we all feel a little bit better when we have hope. And so, um, you know, getting spiritual or, or turning to your faith, praying, going to church, whatever you have to do, seeing, you know, um, healers or doing different kinds of alternative things help. And I also tell them, get pretty, you know, dress up, you know, make yourself feel good every day. If you Dress like a bruise, you're going to feel like a bruise. If you're in sweatpants all day, you're going to feel sick. You know, if you have it in you, dress up. Get yourself in some cute jeans and cute shoes. And sometimes for women, there's nothing better than that that can make us feel good on a day. Yeah. And, and uh, regard. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I I totally agree with that. I mean, that's part mm-hmm. of my whole thing of health from the outside in that, you know, the things that you do to kind of make you look good on the outside can actually, um, you know, make you feel good and they can be good for your health, whether it's exercise, whether it's eating right. And certainly, you know, and I can sympathize with cancer patients because we all know how you can feel when you have a bad hair day. So then imagine Mm -hmm. not being able to have hair. And so getting, uh, you know, investing in an expensive wig that you really like, I think is important. And you mentioned that. And there are things like cold caps that women can, you know, there's new research now that when you're doing chemo, if you put these really cold, cold ice caps with dry ice on your head, it'll constrict the hair follicles. So, yeah. um, Yeah. So that's an option. Yeah. Did it work? Did you you find it it works a little bit? I think for her, you know, I mean, chemo is, you know, pretty (laughs) deadly. So, but she did do it. And, you know, one, one thing she did is she would wake up in the morning without her hair and, with, and, and just wouldn't recognize herself. And her skin was changing from the chemo. And so she did this amazing thing with makeup where she woke up and took a photo of herself without hair, out makeup. And then she did her makeup one step at a time in consecutive photos. Mm-hmm. And she looked like a completely different person. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she would wake up and be in tears if she wouldn't really recognize who she was in the morning. And then as she would put makeup on and, and kind of really put herself together, she felt human again and much better. And um, so I really, I just think getting pretty and putting some cute clothes on and 
not acting sick or, or staying inside and stuff like that. It really helped her. At one point, she wasn't able to go out because her white blood cell count was so low, and that was kind of a challenging time. But, mm-hmm. you know, she still dressed herself up and, you know, did stuff like that. You just have to love yourself through this. Whatever you would naturally do for yourself on a healthy day, get dressed, go to work, put your heels on or whatever, you can do elements of that, you know, when you're sick and even at home. You can get super cute sweatsuits or, you know, but put your makeup on, put your hair on, put your lashes. You know, you lose your lashes and your eyebrows sometimes too. So, you know, eyelash extensions or all of those things really help. They really help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I can believe it because when you feel that you look better, you actually feel better. So uh, I I think that's it. And it's, you know, just for, we only have a minute, but it's not minimizing, you know, anything that you're going through, you know, at one point, um, you know, to tell you to get dressed up and and look good. I, I really think it has a psychological effect. The same as smiling, you know, trying to make yourself smile. People do feel better when they smile. It's hard. Prove that through neuroscience. Also, touch, get massages, you know, do stuff like that. Heal your body, love yourself, get pretty. All of those things are super important. They help you stay positive. Yeah, very good advice. The book is called Loving Yourself, The Mastery of Being Your Own Person. I want to thank my guest, Dr. Sherry Campbell. So some important advice. This is the Dr. Levin Oker Show, Health from the Outside In on Radio MD. Stay tuned into your health.